The Democrats are losing their minds. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk that it would be two Democrat senators, the guy from West Virginia and the kooky girl in the knee-high boots from Arizona would be thwarting the Democrats' massive, ridiculous, or as Manchin calls it, fiscally insane spending. This is insanity. Now look, did Republicans raise the debt ceiling when we didn't want them to? Yes. Is there a difference between what we've seen in the past and literally moving to double the federal budget? Is there a difference? Yes. These are not subtleties without nuances and all that jargon. We're talking about a package that is on the scale of the budget by itself, that they're justifying, and they're trying to, uh, I guess the Senate parliamentarian smacked it down again, they're trying to use it to legalize 8 million illegals when Americans are struggling, and they're not going to stop. There, there's, no, there's no end in sight to this. And now you have infighting between uh, Dick Durbin, who's so far on the left, he comes back around, and Joe Manchin, who, quite frankly, sounds somewhat sober and reasonable here for a Democrat. That doesn't mean he automatically, you know, people say, why did he become a Republican? Hold on. I noticed Democrats blocked a bill that would sanction a trillion-dollar trade package between the Taliban and China. Biden has hired one of the biggest left-wing hacks who hates ICE to now prosecute, I guess, or investigate these uh, cowboys whipping black people like it was slavery. Now horsies are banned. And international media. International media is all up in arms that already the gas is now flowing. Gazprom is now supplying oil and natural gas to Germany. And the fear is they've already begun to weaponize it and use it as leverage over Germany. Way to go. Way to go, Biden. Jobless claims rose for the third straight week. Now they're saying, it's been, well, people are, people are they're losing their benefits. Yeah, you know, you were supposed to be looking for a job. There are businesses that are begging for labor. You were supposed to be looking for a job. So what, we're going to go from COVID relief just onto the general dole? Pretty soon it'll be, pretty soon it'll be UBI. We'll have universal basic income, and that's what they want. Make no mistake about this. The Democrats want the majority of the electorate dependent on government. Then they'll win Democratic victories every single time. One party rule. Doesn't matter if the country burns down around them. You know, the... The media gets sick of us talking about Venezuela. This is exactly how it happened. This is exactly how it happened. Hugo Chavez, Hugo Chavez, rode a wave of what he called 21st century century socialism. He began to turn the low-income people against everyone else. Everybody became low-income at some point. But he made promises. If we could just take control of the economy, there would be free health care and education. Free housing. All for the poor. He used the 
concentrated population of Caracas and other cities to run roughshod over the rest of the country. And as soon as they started putting political appointees in charge of the oil industry and began redistributing the profits, the oil industry began to produce less. So there was less to distribute. So then they turned to land. When food went in short supply, they put in price controls. Inflation went up. And they started going back along the food chain or the supply chain to nationalize. So it started with grocery stores, appliance stores, retail. Then it became warehouses and suppliers. Then it ultimately became the farms themselves. They marched soldiers onto oil rigs and into farms. This is property of the people now. It's kind of funny when you put the air fingers, quote, people, a.k.a. the government, soldiers march onto a farm. All of a sudden, nobody knows how to take care of the livestock or how to harvest the crops. And the country plunged into shortage. Their currency is worthless. But you know what? Hugo Chavez's daughter somehow became the richest person in all of Venezuela. When the lights started going out, it didn't go out where the government went, lived. Life went on. Life was good. The nightclubs were thriving where the, where the government lives. The wealthy neighborhoods of Caracas went on like nothing ever happened. That's D.C. And it's happening here, and it's happening now. Wines at 695 Patriot 957-2874. All of a sudden, you know, the, the media is, uh, we'll get into this. Katie Porter. Hard leftist from California. Oh, you know, she's a single mom. She says things like, my hair is frizzy. I have three kids to feed and a minivan. I don't have time for these Republicans. Like she's the only working mom and she's the only working single mom. She's got absolute more authority on this budget because it would be people like her that would benefit so greatly from these things. She's doing just fine as a member of Congress. This cannot go on. This cannot go on. 80,000 new IRS agents declaring by law that every single American account for every single deposit or withdrawal of $600 or more. It used to be ten grand. Did every single American become a drug runner? Like when you think of these movies where, you know, think of the movie True Romance. Are we all Clarence now? With a gym bag full of Coke? And money? Are we all the cast of characters in Goodfellow? Are we all gangsters now? Is this get rich or die trying? What the hell is this? You would think that we're all extras in a show like Power. They were all gangsters and criminals if we take out $600. And that's what they're doing to us right now. Nobody, the only people pumping the brakes in the Democratic Party are Cinema and Mansion. And how long, how long do you think that they can hold out? You think they can hold out until the next Congress is seated? I don't think so. I don't think they're going to hold on this long. I think they'll get bought off. 
I think that's what they're looking for. I, I, you know what the truth is? I want to believe. I want to believe that in the Democrat Party, that there are two senators who know this is totally insane. I want to believe that. I want to believe that Cinema, as as kooky as she is, you know, you would Cinema, she, you would think she would represent a state like California or be some congresswoman from Portland, Oregon. But if our hopes are of of not plunging the nation into another ten trillion dollars in debt rests on a girl in spectacles with high heel boots, we have hit the surreal. This is this is some bizarro stuff. Mansion, I mean, my God, we we know the history of Robert Byrd. Beyond the Klan stuff. The Bo Weevil Democrats. That's what I was, when I lived in West Virginia, that's what they called them, Bo Weevil Democrats. I don't really understand, I guess, dug in. Uh, they like their guns. They like their Second Amendment. They want, they want, they like their property, like low taxes. But, I mean, you know, everything in the state's named after Robert Byrd for a reason because it was, it was one of the states that was one of the biggest, you know, pork barrel states in the union. That's no insult to the fine folks of West Virginia. Again, I enjoyed my time living there. But I don't know how long these two senators can hold on. Cube cut six. Here's Joe Manchin. Play it. He said that they need by tomorrow legislative language agreed to. That means that won't we, happen. That won't happen. That won't happen. No. Why is that? No, listen, we're not. We haven't been negotiating yet. In good faith. No one's been negotiating along those lines mm-hmm. with the other party to see what would be acceptable. So we, 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 we all we need to do is pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Sit down and start negotiating in good faith. That's it. Mm-hmm. You have the- Senator, progressives feel though you're not dealing in good faith. They felt that there was an arg- uh, a deal made uh, no, before. I never knew about that. Never, never heard. So of you, you never, you never, were never part of a deal that linked the two bills together. About two of them are going to be together. Yeah. Why do you think we work so hard to separate it? Is it possible? Is it like- possible? No, it's not possible. To get a framework right now. No, it's not possible. Not possible do, to do get any time framework. Any right now? What's possible is sit down and have good frank negotiations. Good faith negotiations. Well, Dick Durbin says, Manchin ought to cave in, give in, do as he's told. Cut five. Well, I, I tell you, Joe's made a number of statements. He's my friend. I respect him, and I've tried my best to sit down for a few minutes and talk to him about this. But I would say to him, we can't delay these things. Simply delaying them is just inviting uh, a bad result, to be honest with you. You know, we are one heartbeat away from losing the majority in the United States Senate. And I've been in the Senate long enough to see that happen. So I would urge, Joe, if you believe there's value and merit to the programs in the reconciliation bill, don't wait. Do it now. 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 Katie Porter, who's hard, hard left, frizzy hair, stubbly legs, the absolute moral authority. She says cinema should stop being cute. Cut seven. Do you have any idea why they're not doing it? Is there any, you have any inkling? Is there any talk about what's holding them back? Is it the money? Is it 
their constituents back home? Are they what what is going on? Well, I think Senator Manchin has expressed some concern about the climate provisions, for example, and from all reports, is engaging in discussions about what you know what he would support, what his concerns are. You know, all we heard from Senator Sinema today when she was asked. You know, people want to know where you are, progressives in the House, progressives in the Senate, everybody in the House, everybody in the Senate wants to know where you are. Her answer was, I'm right here in front of the elevator. And I just want to repeat again, this is not a time to be cute. This is a time to show character. If Senator Sinema has concerns about helping American families afford child care, about reducing the costs of making two years of community college free, making health care more affordable, doing something about climate change, that she needs to tell the American people as well as her colleagues in the Senate and the House what those concerns are. Until she does that, we have to press forward delivering the president's agenda to the American people. This is not going to stop. They're going to they're, they're end up crushing these two somehow, some way. Nancy Pelosi, well, just play cut four. In case you didn't notice, we lifted the debt ceiling now. We are very, very proud of our members for doing that. This was a victory, and you are ignoring it. It is a great victory. We're not us. ignoring it, but we just And we're sending out. over to the Senate, and they will send us the CR tomorrow. So we'll get two of those challenges off the table, which are time-consuming, which are time-consuming. Not challenges, but requirements. Let us be critical. So that's what I'm consumed in now, and that's why I came back early. Does the president want the infrastructure vote tomorrow? Uh, you have to ask the president. S- Senator, Man- <laughs> Senator Manchin said that he could not support this level of spending. He also made very clear he's not ready to get to a, a deal by tomorrow. What- what's your reaction to that? Will that affect the timing of the vote if the senators don't sign on to the Build Back Better Act? This is our plan to go forward, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Basically, she's telling you that they're going to be getting, uh, they're going to be treating them to some niceties behind closed doors. Some political arm twisting. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We are right; they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot.